Got world. so many strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you question life a couple times, but it's okay, you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay, you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it Welcome, kings and queens, to One Sick Bee. I am your host, One Sick Bee. Here at One Sick Bee, we don't cry, we thrive, we don't whine, we whine. The definition of One Sick Bee is a strong individual that faces or fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Today, I am so blessed with a coach named Andy Byers. She is a chronically iconic coach. She is also the CEO, the boss, the head woman in charge of Moving Enjoy Summit. Oh, or should I say, what the hell Moving Enjoy Summit. Welcome, Andy, and thank you for blessing one sick beat. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How have you been during COVID? Because um, we're still in COVID. Now we're dealing with the flu and with the chronic illness. How have you been adjusted to the new door? You know what I found out about me during COVID is that I moved better because the world now understood why I was isolated. So my life during COVID got way better because I could make moves and do things because other people now understood what it was like to be chronically ill out of the fear of becoming chronically ill. And so COVID was great for me. I worked, I did, there was a lot of self-discovery for me during the COVID lockdown and it helped me redefine what joy looked like. Hey, so, I love yeah. It. I love it. Cause uh, I always laugh to myself and I say, uh, when COVID hit and everybody was having this panic, I was like, oh, I was laughing at all these people having heart attacks and crying and being feeling like they can't go in the house, they can't get out, they can't do nothing. And I'm like, Back. oh, this is what my life has been looking like Back. for so long. So, I mean, and you having a heart attack. Like, grab a Netflix movie and chill, glass of wine, yeah. learn your kids, man, learn your kids. Now you see what the teachers yeah. go through. Stop playing. <laughs> mm hmm I mm -hmm. All about your power and your moving and joy of who you are and the foundation that you have set up for others. What I need to dive into just for a brief second, can you please tell us about this chronic illnesses that you have thrived through and have came out on top? But can you please give us a brief little insight about that before we talk about moving joy? I just want people to see that this is just and how you came out, you know. Absolutely. So uh I am, by diagnosis, um, I have fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, and multiple sclerosis, which, and, and POTS, um, and all of these things. Um, I have had several near-death experiences and one full-blown death experience um, at the age of 40. Um, I've had a heart attack, several strokes, and gone blind um, in my 42 years of living this life, and uh, so yeah, you can thrive even under the circumstances. Joy is a choice. It's an action. You Did y'all hear I the think... bumper? 
Does she look like what she's been through? Okay, some of y'all can't see her, but y'all can go on the page and see her for the ones who are just listening to the podcast. But 40 looks nothing like a number that she should be talking. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, um, that is, that's what makes me, me. Um, that's what makes the movement so powerful is to be able to be taken from this life and then brought back to give the opportunity to help others walk through rediscovering what happiness actually looks like for them. And so, yeah, bless you. Thank you. Oh, man. Well, first of all, can you first introduce, uh, let you introduce, uh, tell, tell my kings and queens that are thriving, what is the name and please introduce and tell me how it was birthed. Okay. Well, the name of the summit, is that what you're asking? Yes, ma'am. I should All have right. said it. It's, it's called. I want to say conference. Um, so I'm like, conference. No, no, it's all, like, it's all good. Um, so it's called What the Health, the Move and Joy Summit. And y'all, my nose, the side of my nose itch. Sorry. Um, so it's just, called What the Health, the Move and Joy Summit. And it came about um, after a doctor's appointment that was a giant circle of gaslighting and so I had left that doctor's appointment I was talking about my vision at the time and they were sending me through this giant circle of you're too young to use, lose your vision or come back between two months and 24 months from now the whole you know shebang and they had sent me um had given me all of these referrals to go to see all of these other people at these workshops right and they were having these expos I'm like these aren't made for me Yes, I get diabetes is important. And diabetes education is important. And I get managing cholesterol is important. But all of these conferences that you just sent me to and all of these little pop-ups, they don't look like me. And you don't tell me how this already affects someone that's chronically ill or how that affects a Black woman or a Black woman that's chronically ill or just whatever. Um, and so I, I was in my car and I'm like, yo, what the hell was that? Like, I just kept getting mad. I was like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, the what the hell turned into what the hell? And I said, you know what? I'm going to be for them, for everybody behind me, what I needed this to be for me. Yeah. Like when these providers were sending me to go do all of these things, I was like, no, what the hell? That's what it's going to be. And I'm going to be for everyone else behind me, what I needed all of those things to be for me. And the move and joy came because over the two years, like, right. So um, March 10th, 2020, um, I walked into work. I had a heart attack, um, cardiac arrest. I died for 38 minutes and I had spent so much time in this cycle of God, I just want to be happy. Why can't I be happy? What can I be happy? And God put on my spirit. He was like, you can be what you seek but you're not seeking happy. You're not seeking joy. Like I will give you everything that you ask for and all of the things that you seek, but you're not seeking those things and those things start with you. So how can you get the things that you, you perceive to be so happy in other people's situations and you can pour into the happiness of other people's situations? I need you to start pouring into you. And when mm. I started to do that, 
everything for me changed, right? Because as a, as a coach, as a nurse, as a nutritionist, you pour and you pour and you pour Mm -hmm. and you, you hide behind, I'm doing good deeds. So I'm happy. But when I peeled back the layers of my job and I just had to sit with me, what I realized was my job was killing me and all of the things that I was pouring into people, I was neglecting to pour into me. Yeah. And so I started pouring into me and I I started moving in the direction of what I was seeking. And I was seeking pure, unadulterated joy and joy started happening. And I started to see it even in flares, even when the doctor said I couldn't. Even when so-and-so said it wasn't going to do, I could still see the specks of, dark, of, of joy in the, in the cloud that seemed so dark. And I said, if I could do this and I went blind and I had a heart attack and my kidneys have failed and I've had some strokes, I can help other people walk that journey and redefine what joy looks like for them through their lens and not the lens of somebody else's happy. Okay. All right. Well, can you tell me some of the things that you did when you start unpeeling those layers? And, and what are some of the steps that we as the community or, or as a woman or with chronic illness, with mental health issues uh, that people are having? Because we're seeing so much suicide rate and even in our community at times because they're so lost and uh, the pride of a Black woman and man to not speak up. What are some of the steps and some of the things that you poured in? Some, first of all, let's start with this, some of the things, some of the ways excuse me, my articulation with the MS, some of the ways that you poured into yourself when you start peeling mm-hmm. back Well, first, first and foremost, you have to focus on you. You are so busy doing that you're not busy enough being with you. Mm-hmm. And we are so busy doing because we're avoiding being with us we're avoiding processing the hurt and processing the trauma and grieving the diagnosis focus on you and then the second thing after you start to focus on you is see things for what they are and understand that they don't have to be your truth you can see the diagnosis and understand that that's what it is it is your diagnosis but it is not your truth you can still do hard things the hard things you do, it just looks different, but you're still doing it. So now that you've started to focus on you and you have seen things for what they are, but not as your truth, you start to see where you've placed yourself and whether or not you're in rooms that you didn't belong in to begin with. And that isolation that you felt, you'll start to identify that the spaces that you were in was probably adding to that feeling of isolation because you were surrounding yourself with something other than what you were seeking. Mm. And the rest, um, the rest you're going to have to come to the summit. The rest 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 I got to pay for. Look, uh, I'm saying to myself myself because it's worth it. And if you're sowing into yourself this upcoming year or anything, I think this will be something great to sow into because there's nothing better than sowing into yourself too. We sow into so many other things, and at times we don't take a step back. And like she said, see things for what they are and that you adjust yourself. And focusing on you is always something that people push off. We focus on our kids. We focus on our spouses. But when do we Mm -hmm. sit back and say, I need to be 
refill. You know, the half cup full, but if you're pouring out on a half cup, a uh, cup half full, what do you have left? Right? Empty. Right. right. So tell us a little bit about this movement and join Summit and what will we get? Tell us, uh, give me a glimpse of what uh, the Kings and Queens will get if they sign up for that, which they will, because I'm going to have her give the information. So please. All right. So the, the Move and Joy Summit is um, a one day summit with 16 powerful women that are telling you how they found joy in their trials and their struggles of living with chronic illness and how they chose to not be the diagnosis as their truth. And so we're talking about, um, I brought in a menopause expert. Um, we have mindset experts, meditation. Um, you have holistic wellness. You have faith-based wellness. Um, we have the essential oils. We have, um, there's, a, there's a lot to pour into just you holistically, right? And so you can attend virtually and in person, but the lineup of the speakers is what's so powerful is that we are all so dynamic and all of our stories are so different, yet we all own businesses that are impactful. And all, we were all told that we couldn't do the hard thing, but we're doing it and we're crushing it and it looks different and we're doing it better than the able-bodied. You know what I'm saying? So they sleep on it, but we make moves when we're not in flares, we're making moves when we're in flares. It just looks different. Yeah, well, I'm woke. So that I, that's why I'm interviewing these ladies who are amazing on my podcast, uh, past and previous and future ones, for that exact reason, to give examples. Uh, one thing B is definitely to give an example to body. And I love it. I love what you're doing. I love how you're doing it. You're moving in joy and you're moving gracefully and humbly because your impact is powerful and it's very significant. So just some, some trigger questions. What does Andy do to relieve stress in the moment of a stressful time? Not the day after, not hours, but in that moment, what do you do to tone it down, turn down that volume that you're hearing or you're feeling? Um, I make it pass. I make it pass the test. Like I get, I get angsty and I'll go, what is this really about? And the minute I go, Andy, what is this really about? It forces me to think about something else than the thing that had me stressed out or anxious because there was a trigger. And so I instantly make myself go, hold on, what is this about? So that I could identify the trigger early so I can get past it. And sometimes I can't identify the trigger. And then I'm like, okay, it makes me think about it even longer and be present in the something triggered it. And so the minute I get worked up, I go, Andy, what is this really about? I want to know what the trigger was. And then I find the trigger because I don't like feeling like that, right? I know what broken and anxious and overwhelmed feels like. I also know that there were triggers associated with that that I ignored. And so when it comes back, I'm like, let's address this trigger because I don't like the way that feels. And I'm not going to keep feeling this way because it is the thief of my joy. Uh, Period. Okay. It is the thief of my joy. It is the thief of my peace. And we're not doing that because those are the two things 
I can control and I can protect. I can't control what diagnosis gets thrown at me. I can't control what life happens. I can't control my stressors. I can control how I navigate it. I can control who I let in my orbit, how I protect my peace, and how I move in joy. Look, what are some ways or some things, not even ways, what are some things that we could tell ourselves? Uh, just a couple of things, uh, affirmations that you believe. I have plenty of affirmations, thousands of us. Well, leave us with a couple of affirmations that we can say to ourselves in the moment of peace, the moment of heartache, in the morning, of, in the morning, waking up and starting our day or the afternoon before we go to sleep, just to affirm anything and everything that we are so powerful and that we can enjoy. Every time I walk past the mirror, I don't care where I am, I take a moment to stop and look at myself. And even if I say it in my head, I look at myself and I go, you are enough. You've already, you have always been enough. That's it. You are enough. You have always been enough. Every time I pass a mirror and I smile, because I know that to be true, because I walk that every day, but I wasn't always able to do that. I used to avoid mirrors. And now I can look at me and go, yo, you are crushing it. You are <laughs> enough. And you've always been enough on your own scale, in your own right, doing the dang thing. It just doesn't look like what they're doing, but you moving and you change in the world, one heart at a time. Definitely. You know what? I just want to, uh, before I certify you once to be, that's my favorite part of my podcast. But if you would please uh, tell people where they can find you at your page and all the information for the conference that will be coming up in January. I will have the link in my bio. I will have uh, the link attached to it. Uh, with this interview on Hi Heart Radio and Spotify, if you go on there, I'll be have the link in there so you can click on it and please sign up for the Move and Joy. But please, Coach, tell us where they can find you at on social media. All right. So uh, follow me on Instagram at chronically iconic coach. It's all one word. Um, you'll find some pretty amazing, I sprinkled in some lessons in there. So you might want to actually follow me because you're getting a little teaser of what's in the summit um so you can find me there and in my bio is the link to where you can find all of the information about the move and joy summit but in my on my page you'll see the teasers for all of the other powerful women speakers that will also be there so you can go follow them too and get a little taste of what they're bringing to the joy summit this is my favorite part of the podcast. Um, Andy, you have put your mark, your dot, your signal, your move in joy. You're moving in joy. You help others move in joy. You are an inspiration. You have these chronic chronic illnesses, supposedly. Uh, you're looking good <laughs> doing it. You also, let's shout out, she is a vet. Let's give our vets uh, their love because they're doing things. Thank that you. Do what's, but they're doing it for us. And I appreciate you. Uh, you are amazing. Andy, you are a strong individual that faces these unimaginable, undeniable 
and courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness by empowering others. I here certify you one sick beat. And thank you thank for coming. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm I was, honored. This has been this has been amazing. So thank you. I appreciate you. Kings and Queens, until next time, thank you for listening to One Sick Beat. you know every day's a fight but every day you getting up and perform when you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more let's not forget that god sent the strongest soldiers to war like god sent the strongest soldiers to war every day's a fight but every day you getting up and perform when you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more let's not forget that god sent the strongest soldiers to war like god sent the strongest soldiers to war